President Tsai Ing-wen received a nine-member U.S. congressional delegation on Wednesday. The group was led by Mike Rogers, chairman of the U.S. House Armed Services Committee. In her remarks at the reception, Tsai thanked the Armed Services Committee for its long-standing support for Taiwan and for passing a 2024 defense bill with pro-Taiwan provisions. She said Taiwan will continue to work with the U.S. to safeguard the peace and stability of the Indo-Pacific region. This is what she said. All the members of the delegation pay close attention to developments in international situation and the challenges facing liberal democracies. Serving on the Armed Services Committee, you have continued to protect the national security of the United States and its democratic allies through hearings, bills, resolutions, and other active steps. Here I would like to thank the U.S. Congress for the long-standing and bipartisan attention it has shown to Taiwan's security and for expressing support for Taiwan through concrete actions. Taiwan is on the front line of defense of democratic values. We will continue to work hand-in-hand hand with the U.S. in such areas as the economy and national defense to jointly safeguard the peace and stability of the Indo-Pacific region. I look forward to an in-depth discussion with you today on ways to develop even closer cooperation between Taiwan and the U.S. The United States and Taiwan have had a long and important friendship. Our shared commitment to the rule of law, democracy, and a free and open Indo-Pacific has only deepened that friendship. As you can see from the delegation uh, with me today, our support for Taiwan is bipartisan and unwavering. Making up the largest congressional delegation to visit Taiwan in recent years, the Americans arrived on Tuesday for a three-day visit. Members of the group include U.S. House Armed Services Committee Ranking Member Adam Smith, as well as Congressman Corey Mills, who previously worked as a defense contractor. With the presidential election heating up, the decade-old cross-trade service trade agreement with China is back in the spotlight. On Wednesday, the KMT once again declared its support for the treaty, which was never ratified due to public opposition. The DPP lashed out at the KMT, saying the pact would wipe out small businesses in the service sector. Both parties blasted the TPP's presidential candidate, Ke Wenzhe, accusing him of changing his position on the treaty to win votes. Presidential contender Ke Wenzhe has been in a war of words with the Green Camp over whether to restart the cross-strait service trade agreement. On Wednesday, KMT lawmakers joined the fray, declaring their support for the agreement. A complete ECFA has to cover trade in both goods and services. That's always been the position of the KMT. Coenger claimed that what he had opposed back then was the secrets of negotiations, not the treaty itself. But please, no matter what his reasons were, even if he opposed the treaty because of its procedural technicalities, he did still stand opposed to the treaty. Out of campaign considerations, he now wants to court KMT votes, so he switched to supporting the services treaty. The KMT blasted Ke for flipping his stance to win votes. Meanwhile, the DPP spoke out against the treaty once again, saying Chinese capital must not be allowed to enter the Taiwan market. What we're all worried about is a price war. All these laundromats could go under. All these hair salons and other small businesses. Aren't you all worried? 
What we're even more opposed to is the blue camp and the white camp pushing Taiwan into the One China framework, forcing unification through economic ties. The DPP took aim at both Ke and the KMT. During the Sunflower Student Movement, Ke Wenzhe had really just appeared briefly at the scene to show his face. Actually, everyone can see that Ke Wenzhe is very good at short-term participation. He's good at making short-term gains, at reaping what he can from the zeitgeist. During a visit to the Dajia Zhenlan Temple, Ke was asked if he was using the services treaty to win deep blue votes. Ke replied that he wasn't only after deep blue votes, but after everyone's vote. He said the question that should be asked is whether the treaty will benefit Taiwan. The live fire component of the 39th Hanguang exercises is set to begin at the end of July. For the first time, Taoyuan International Airport will host an anti-landing exercise. The drill is scheduled for 9 to 11 a.m. on July 26. Transport Minister Wang Guocai said the airport's north runway will be closed for two hours, affecting 65 flights. Let's hear from him. This is the first time the Hanguang drills will be held at Taoyuan International Airport, which is our most important world-facing infrastructure. We will ask for full compliance from the Civil Aeronautics Administration and the Taoyuan International Airport Corporation. On July 26th, there will be a two-hour drill, during which there will be around 65 flights. We'll block off parts of the airport. The north runway will be closed down for the purpose of the exercise. As for the south runway, discussions will be held with the military over whether aircraft may take off or land at certain times. The minister said a notice on air traffic control measures will be issued. He acknowledged that air traffic is busy during the summer season, and he asked for travelers' understanding. Flights are being rearranged with the goal of minimizing disruption, he said. Well, the days of listening to a living anchorman like myself may be numbered. Taiwan's very first AI-generated news anchor debuted this Monday on FTV. The virtual newsreader made a splash with her flawless delivery of an international weather forecast. Viewers were surprised by how closely she resembled the real person. And now you have the chance to give her a name. Hello, 大家好,我是明世AI主播,很高兴终于和大家见面了。Her delivery is flawless, her face compelling. This is Taiwan's very first AI news anchor. On Monday, she made her eye-grabbing debut on FTV, reading international weather bulletins. The novelty was a sight for sore eyes. Normally, an AI-generated video clip doesn't feel like it's a real person talking, but she doesn't give it away. There were no glitches in her facial expressions. She's actually quite realistic. If you hadn't mentioned it, I wouldn't have noticed she's AI. She's more attractive than a real person. FTV's newest anchor created a buzz with her appearance, intonation, and natural body movements. The audience gave rave reviews and clamored to see her do more programs in the future. Nowadays, even idols are going virtual. This is quite a novelty. As long as the reporting is factual and she can help the audience understand what the news is about, if what she's saying is meaningful and broadens the audience's perspective, then it doesn't matter if she's AI or a real person. Shortly after her debut, FTV asked the audience to give her a name, igniting a flurry of online chatter. One user said to name her the Eyes of Taiwan after FTV's slogan. Another suggested 
to the homophone of Chai Tongrong in a tribute to FTV's founder, another proposed news today, a play on the phrase news AI. Anyone who has a name can submit it on FTV's official website or Facebook page. The deadline for submissions is noon on June 29. 2023 is gearing up to be the summer of cartoons and animation. Taiwan will host two blockbuster international exhibitions this summer. Both celebrate visual storytelling, the art of Disney and the Detective Conan exhibition. The Disney exhibition features hundreds of original drawings from the American animation giant studio, providing a magical trip down its storied history. Meanwhile, the Detective Conan exhibition promises fans immersive digital games and lifelike stages where you can play out your Detective Conan daydreams from childhood. Yan Yi Ge sings her heart out. It's not her first performance of the live-action Little Mermaid. Today, she's a fan enjoying the magic of Disney. For me, Disney is about the courage to follow your dreams, especially later. I think something it talks about is how girls don't necessarily need a prince to succeed. In the last few years, lots of movies have focused on girls, on girl power and empowering girls. The walls are crowded with priceless hand-drawn images, and a series of stills from the Disney studio are on display for the first time. Step inside the magical world behind the curtain and get to know the new era of digital animation. Meanwhile, animation fans are also enthralled by another very special exhibition. Grasp a steering wheel and put the pedal to metal, or let your fists fly in these thrilling immersive games. The first stop on the global tour of this Detective Conan exhibition is Taiwan. Take a trip down memory lane by stepping into these classic scenes, sitting down next to Conan and snapping a selfie. And these beloved still photos are gathered all together in one place, providing a full timeline of Conan's growth over 25 years. The Conan pilgrimage events include this exhibition, and also we've had flash stores in North, Central and South Taiwan. And at the same time, the Conan road runs are gradually starting to open for applications. The exhibition features seven major interactive games, with many sound and lighting special effects brought here from Japan. This summer, why not step into the world of cartoons for a sensational, refreshing or perhaps fantastical journey? Vice Premier Zheng Wenchan is on a four-day trade mission to Japan. The executive yuan announced his trip in a press release, saying that he led a trade delegation to Japan on Monday. Photos of the trip have surfaced on Zheng's social media. The photos show Zheng with Taiwan's representative to Japan, Frank Xie, in meetings with Japanese officials like Aso Taro, vice president of the Liberal Democratic Party. Zheng also met parliamentarian Suzu. Suzuki Keisuke, who is also vice chair of the Liberal Democratic Party's Policy Research Council. This visit marks Taiwan's second highest level of engagement with Japan's government since the termination of official ties in 1972. It's surpassed only by Vice President Lai Qingde's visit to Japan in July last year.
TSMC's new silicon fab in the U.S. state of Arizona is delayed by multiple challenges, according to international media. The construction work is behind the original schedule, and water shortages in the desert are a concern. FTV reporters visited the city of Phoenix, where TSMC employees are already starting to settle in. Let's take a look at the construction site and see how the families of TSMC workers plan to settle into their new lives in the U.S. Cranes tower over the site of the fab behind metal fences. Global media is watching and waiting to see when phase one on construction of TSMC's new Arizona fab will be completed. The fab was originally intended for 5 nanometer chips. Now it's changed to 4 nanometer, and some equipment may need to be replaced or adjusted. Now, TSMC itself has said that it will be delayed by about one year. So it's quite clear, and we can see that there's basically no movement at the back of the fab. We're actually in a desert here, so drought is a big issue. The wafer foundries of TSMC or Intel can recycle water, so that will help to some extent. But I think the scariest thing about the lack of water is the price of water or electricity going up. TSMC is challenged by water shortages in Arizona as well as by issues with the progress of construction. Meanwhile, TSMC employees are starting their new lives in Phoenix, and one of the new Arizona residents has started a TSMC Moms Lunchbox company to give TSMC employees in Arizona the taste of Taiwan. In Taiwan, you can buy Taiwanese bubble tea or Taiwanese chicken everywhere, but they're very uncommon here, almost non-existent. And especially because TSMC is toward the north, where there's even less Taiwanese or Chinese food, we thought we could open a store to make chicken lunchboxes and braised pork rice lunchboxes. Um, we have one of the most diverse backgrounds and a representation of those that live in our community. So we have, um, for years, had not only translation services by um, actual physical telephones where I could hand one to you and I could have one and we ask for the correct language interpreter and we can talk real time um, with privacy. TSMC employees and their families who settle in Arizona will need medical services. Some will fear they can't manage the medical system in English. Large local hospitals are offering interpretation services and specialized OBGYN services for childbirth. These holistic services aim to welcome Taiwanese immigrants and help them put down roots locally. The annual Dadaocheng Fireworks Festival is getting an upgrade. This year, Taipei will expand the single-day event into a 51-day extravaganza that begins July 1st. Local councillors fear the festival will cause pollution and traffic jams. But Taipei Mayor Jiang Wan'an promises a carefully orchestrated event that keeps disruptions to a minimum. Every year, Taipei celebrates Lover's Day with a festival at Dadaochen. This coming Lover's Day, Dadaochen will host romantic experiences on water and land. Visitors can hop on a yacht to enjoy music, food, and sunset views. Taipei Mayor Jiang Wan'an has big plans for his first Lover's Day in office. The Taipei Dadaochen Fireworks Festival is typically a single-day event, but will now be extended to 51 days, with each day centered on a theme to draw crowds. Fireworks will go off each week. There will be three minutes of themed fireworks each Wednesday and an eight-minute finale on August 20th. 
By expanding this festival into a linear series of events, we're hoping to design a summer-long celebration. We hope to keep visitors rolling in over the long term. With visitors come revenue, and the prospect of an expanded Dadaochen festival has local businesses in high spirits. But city councilors fear the impact on residents' quality of life. The lawns by the riverside are very beautiful. The fireworks events may result in trash and bring more pollution and traffic congestion to Dadaochen. That's what local residents are concerned about. We have considered all of these factors and convened cross-departmental meeting to discuss the traffic issues. We have studied the problem at length. City officials said the fireworks will be timed for 8:30 p.m. to avoid the evening rush hour. But will that be enough? As the Wednesday fireworks light up the sky, they will also serve as stress tests for local traffic management. Controversy has erupted over methods used to manage stray dogs in Hualien. After more than 400 reports of dog attacks in Hualien last year, officials are trying to remove stray dogs from popular tourist areas such as Qixingtan Beach. They've installed ultrasonic dog repellers and dog traps in public places. But some residents are against the move. They say the repellers would just drive the stray dogs from one place to another without addressing the root causes of the problem. A black box on the ground blinks continuously. This is an ultrasonic dog repeller. Qixingtan is one of the most popular tourist spots in Hualien and a must-visit for many travelers. It's also a favorite exercise and dog-walking spot for locals. But there are occasionally attacks made by stray dogs here, leading to anxiety among some local residents. One time I came across four or five dogs. I saw them over there, stayed there, and then I thought they're probably fine. I walked over and, oh my, suddenly they all came up to me, so I do get worried. Hualien County government recorded 424 reports of dog attacks last year. Now, officials have set up these traps in areas where such reports are frequent. When necessary, a vet will be called to dispatch a dog. They've also installed these ultrasonic repellers in the hope of driving the dogs away. The principle is that humans can hear certain audio frequencies, but animals can pick up different frequencies. Different frequencies stimulate them in different ways in the switches between them. Humans can hear sounds between a range of 20 to 20,000 hertz, but dogs can hear sounds at 30,000 hertz. So repellers can drive away dogs without being audible to humans by producing sounds above the level audible to humans. It's just sending the dog from one place to another. The problem continues to exist. Stray dogs are disturbed by the noise and avoid them. But pet owners are concerned that their animals could also be disturbed during walks. Experts suggest that if your animal has a bad reaction to the repeller, take them away from the location as soon as possible. We now go to Zhanghua to check out a community with an exotic new look. The small residential development is European-themed, with replicas of famous European landmarks dotted between the houses. And now the residents have repainted their homes in bright colors, giving the area the atmosphere of a European village. The new look has attracted hordes of tourists to the small community near Datsun railway station. Colorful buildings are capped with bright red roofs. If you find the right angle, you can capture a shot of the train reflected in the water under the bridge. It's just like a travel snap from Europe. 
You can even get the whole scene as a reflection in the water for a leisurely and romantic shot. This European-style community stands near Daswen Railway Station in Zhanghua. The community front gate is a copy of the Arc de Triomphe. St. Mark's Campanile from Venice and a Dutch windmill bring in a dash of the exotic. The buildings are over 20 years old and were lately starting to look a bit run down, so the community management committee offered subsidies for every house to repaint their walls in bright colors. You can paint your own house any color you like. It's so bright and diverse, full of gorgeous colors and delightful shapes, full of the vitality of the community. The cheerful colors have attracted fans online. Railway buffs rent tour coaches to come and visit the little community, and tourists throng to the houses at weekends, some with professional photography gear. Some photography masters came here from all over the country, almost 30 or so, to photograph the beautiful scenery. After two decades, these houses have got a brand new lick of paint and a very exotic new look. Now all they need is a strategy to deal with their new admirers.